Coming up on TMS, uncombable, not uncomfortable. The jury has not retired. Dingle dop flugel farf syndrome. Bob's dole whip. Putin on the shits. Bitch, I got a 30-layer PSD. Not for footloose reasons. CNC music factory with Bill. Some science with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Woo! Are you tired of taking your dog for a walk and picking up after their mess? Are you tired of using grocery bags or products that are heavy and not useful? It can get very messy when your pet goes in the house or on the sidewalk or even your neighbor's lawn. We have the answer for you. Introducing Poo Trap. Hi, I'm Margaret. I know what cats are thinking. The Morning Stream. You're soaking in it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for March 1st, 2022. Brand new month. Hello, brand new month. Joining us today is co-host. I'm Scott, by the way. Is Justin Robert Young. What? Yeah. What? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, son. How did... We back. Yeah, he's back. back. All those rumors of your demise... Uh, were yeah. a lot of people thought I was dead. Yeah, a lot of people thought a lot. Many people are saying, Scott, that <laughs> Justin Robert Young is dead, and uh, I'm here to say nay, nay. No, not only are you not dead, you're so alive that your hair has grown a lot since I saw you last. You have a lot of hair now. It has. You know, my hair is a curious beast, Scott, uh, mm. because it really, it, it, it mostly grows in the mullet region. Ah, so like, for, for what what looks like growth on the sides of my head. I effectively now have like hippie long hair, but it's literally totally blocked by my like you can turn my head sideways. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. But it is it is a real majestic uh uh, uh waterfall of hair in, in the back of my head. My wife hates it. Mm. She's uh, uh uh very, very upset that I won't get a cut, and at this point I'm doing it to spider. Oh, all right. Well, nothing like a good spite. A spite hair a resistance. Spite, spite haircut. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, don't don't do it. I say stick to your guns. Uh, mine just continues to turn more gray and also uh, not grow very fast. So that's a that's a new phase I'm in in my life, and that's fine. I'm not- is this the first time that you've had like that? You're like, oh, so uh, no more reserves, huh? Like this is the first time. It's that starting you- to feel that way. Yeah, like um, my wife keeps telling me I need to eat these gummies that have like whatever the whatever the like basis of hair and nail growth is i forget what it's called it's, oh it's some, i think yeah I, I know it's carotene might be i don't know they're these yeah. gummies i'm she wants me to take them i'm like are you not on the uh are you not on on, on the hymns or, or or the keeps or or anything no, like none that, of that I mean, no they, got, I mean, they, got it. they have to have advertised you, you can get promo right i'm definitely not like balding but i'm not it used to be I'd go like two weeks and a haircut was mandatory. Yeah. Now I can go almost a month and then I'm like, if okay. you wanted to keep that like that fresh Eisenhower cut that yeah. you've been you've been rocking that I've been rocking for so long, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Eisenhower. since Eisenhower. In fact, he handed it off to you. <laughs> well, I've been around that long, but it feels like it some days. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, very nice to have you, by the way. And uh, uh, it, it is it is a joy. Very very excited uh, uh, since uh, Brian is on a well deserved uh, vacation, and mm-hmm. 
I, I saw a clip of you saying like, "Oh, Justin, Justin would never do it. He's too busy." Yeah, and I immediately hit him, hit you up and said, "You better knock it off." <laughs> of course, I can co-host the show mostly because I have to promote the fact that World's Greatest Con season two is available now. Again, uh, uh, all your podcatcher feeds. We're only three spots behind my favorite podcast, Cocaine and Rhinestones, on Apple. So if you can, if everybody in the chat subscribed on Apple right now, uh, we would almost certainly pass them, and that would be an amazing thing so go ahead world's greatest con season two all about uh uh game shows yeah oh game yeah show cons and scams you guys are gonna talk about the famous one that they made that uh what was that thing uh, uh, uh ray fines was in it, it was oh the uh, quiz, quiz show quiz show Scott, i love i love quiz show I'm so glad that you brought that up because indeed our season two premiere is all about the scandal surrounding the game show 21 which was the basis of the show quiz show uh, or the movie quiz show i will say this uh the book that we primarily based uh, the research for this episode on was the federal prosecutor who did all the work in that case and almost entirely wrote that book because he was pissed off that he was erased entirely from Quiz Show. Really? Uh, <laughs> yes. It, it was. It is very much a book powered by spite because the the book that they based that movie on was a, somebody who was involved in the congressional hearing, yeah. which came very late in the process. There was like an entire investigation and stuff that happened yeah. beforehand. And so that's where we got most of our stuff. And I think we have a very different take uh, than Quiz Show on kind of what the the power dynamics were and, and uh, uh, ultimately that everybody involved in that was risking a lot more than money and fame when the shows were that big and they had reputations to uphold that were obliterated by being made cheaters. Well, if that stuff's interesting to you and it is to me, uh, you're going to like this new season. It sounds like, so I didn't realize there were, I mean, I assume the world of, of game shows, you know, whatever they are, everything from $20,000 pyramid to whatever, all the stuff that was on TV when my, you know, when I was a kid or whatever, I assumed most of those have some kind of, backdoor shenanigans and i don't mean like big scandal level but none of that stuff is you know just pure contest right well you know we you know the the first the first episode is about a producer who takes liberties with contestants our second episode is about a no name who realizes a zero day exploit in a game show uh, called press your luck and effectively realizes that he can win money forever and there's nothing that anybody could do to stop them. And so he wins adjusted for inflation. Uh, what still is the single day uh, a record for money won on an American game show. But we got all sorts of stuff. We have a dude who is a total con artist that decides to win some quick cash. He's going to honestly play a game show okay. and he wins. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've we've got a, a huge scandal that happens uh, with who wants to be a millionaire and then uh, the story behind the only perfect bid in the history of the final showcase showdown of the modern price is right. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Has, uh, has, has some great first person perspective because there's a bunch of interviews. There's a documentary about it. And the guy who did it uh, wrote a, rambling self-published book that I read uh, uh, in, in research for it. So that, wow. is, that is also a great episode. That's our finale. I saw that uh, documentary, I believe. I don't remember the name of it, though, but I saw it. Perfect Bid? That's the guy. 
There, that's the, the man one. who know too that who knew too much. Yeah, and they had the whole. Um, oh no, that's the that's the millionaire one where the guys whistling or yelling out in the audience, right? Which uh, I get them mixed coughing. up. Coughing. Oh yeah, <laughs> coughing. That's what it was. <laughs> no, that's a great one. We 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 have an episode on that. If you are not familiar with it, uh, uh, you are in for a treat because uh, that is. We we spent a lot of time. Season one of World's Greatest Con went all into Operation Mincemeat, which was the British government's uh, con job on Hitler that effectively helped secure the war in Italy. Uh, that is about as complex and high stakes of an opportunity for a con that you will have. By far the dumbest that we have ever covered on this series, and maybe the dumbest that we'll ever cover on this series is the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, a con, which makes a smash and grab look like a Knives Out. <laughs> uh, that's a great description. Um, there's a documentary for that as well, right? Somewhere that people can get. I mean, listen. No, to I don't the- know what. I actually didn't write the initial draft of that script because uh, editing and writing for two episodes this season is the winner of America's Next Top Podcaster, Will Saddleberg. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Joined, joined our team here at Dog and Pony Show and uh, uh, worked really, really hard, was great uh, on on two of those episodes, and that was one of them. So he actually did all the research on, on, on that one. That's awesome. I forgot he was doing that. That's great. That's very cool to hear. Well, since you've been gone, and I have to play this now. Since you've been gone. All right. So since you've been gone, Jury, some things have happened. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go through this list real quick and get your hot takes. Go ahead. Yeah. So in this new segment that we'll never do again called Since You've Been Gone. Omicron dipped to its uh lowest level and is still dipping. So we when did you it. when we you left it. when you it's left things were forever, gnarly. Everybody. Yep. That's it. No more COVID, we're right? Victory. Mission accomplished. Yeah. We're all done. Uh d- get out the boat and George Bush and a giant sign. Mission accomplished. Yep. Farewell. Omicron. Uh, another thing that happened well, since you were... It, it's a boat. It's just a boat. It's not an <laughs> aircraft carrier. It's a boat. It's just whatever boat you can get your hands on, just grab a boat and a banner and, 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 and mission accomplish it. Understatements. Uh, I like to make them uh, sometimes. And it's definitely... I mean, you could quantify it as a boat, right? It's a, it's a boat, technically yeah, a boat. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a boat. Sure. sure. Yeah. It's just not a very and, big, and, you know, and, small and boat. A, a whale is a mammal. <laughs> The moon is a. Uh, the I don't moon's know, a rock. A rock. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, I actually kind of like this game. All right. Uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. There's a as a recent uh, event happened, so that's a big deal. That was that was a biggie. That yeah. was a biggie. Uh, uh, the biggest land incursion in Europe since World War II. And uh, uh, boy, does Europe get fussy about that? Yeah, they don't like that. They have, uh, I think, a pretty strong memory of that of that time. Don't you think? Doesn't it feel like they're like yeah, uh, really, uh, often uh, forgotten in history? World War Two. I feel like people don't bring it up as a metaphor <laughs> enough. Yeah, we don't still refer to the war very often. No, but, uh, yeah, you know. I think the, the the information and personalities surrounding World War Two, uh, uh, you know, a bit of a deep cut in our modern era, uh, certainly isn't thrown around willy nilly. Do you? Are, okay, I will ask you this before we move on. Are you surprised at the? Um, I don't know if I'd call it a miscalculation. It feels like Russia felt very strongly about their propaganda machine and felt very strongly that this was the time to do this and that if they were ever going to get away with this slash, achieve whatever goals Putin has, 
that this this time was going to be ripe for that. But instead, I mean, everyone is shutting them down. Like people that he thought were allies are like, yeah, we're not we're not down with this. And you know, like, uh, well, let's, like, let's uh, see, we're, we're, we are we are still early in the game. And, and you know, there was some backsliding from the EU this morning about sending planes to uh sending planes to to ukraine so uh uh, you know obviously this is very very fluid let me also say uh uh, thank you everybody for joining the number one most trusted and respected foreign policy (laughs) podcast uh all of what we say should be taken as very well researched uh uh, opinion that being said i (laughs) think for putin well, no, I don't. I have no idea. I like because all right, take it from somebody that uh, uh, through the run up to this uh, was called and responded to opportunities to talk about American politics on a Russian propaganda channel, oh. Russia Today. Uh, really? That's I don't know why that's. I didn't know this. Keep going. Sorry. I never talked about this. I talked because they would do these like you know like uh uh. Ted Cruz says, blah, what do you think, American? Sure. And uh, I would talk about whatever, mostly the stuff that I normally talk about on PX3. But when I would go, I've been doing those hits for about a year. And normally when I come on, if it's a live hit, then I'll watch what their programming is for about 10 minutes beforehand as they get everything together. Sure. Uh, and normally it would be some combination of European news or... I would say probably right leaning to Fox newsy kind of like slants on American political news specifically. Sure. sure. In the last week before everything popped off, everything that they did was this is not a thing. Russia's not invading. The only reason why this is happening is because Biden's in trouble politically and Boris Johnson's in trouble politically. Total fake news. Absolute nonsense. Let's all laugh at the Americans. Well, well, that was not the case. (laughs) So it's not like they were using their propaganda channels to grease the wheels and talking the way they're talking now about Nazis running Kiev and Zelensky being a drug addict and blah blah blah. Yeah. So like, I have no idea. I have no idea whether or not that this this was a change of direction. I have no idea whether or not they were just uncharacteristically sloppy and thinking about how fast this could go. But uh, I will say, Putin's in he's in some very interesting territory because we are in. We're in like the Hague neighborhood at this point. Like, like oh, yeah. the 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 Human Rights Council is, you know, pointed out things that shouldn't happen again that are probably going to continue happening. And, uh, you know, he he is he is not there yet, but certainly because it takes a lot for a world leader to to get to like we're going to remove you or or now this is like a permanent sanctions kind of thing. But he he's he's trending towards super sized Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, it's also strikes me is the big difference this time around as compared to say World War II. Um, and I'm not comparing these two events necessarily, but it is the biggest land incursion in in Europe since then, like you mentioned. Um, the big difference that I can see is that while his tactics feel familiar in terms of aggression, the difference is we now live in a world where every single person has. Not just a camera, multiple cameras, and a giant interconnected network where we can communicate these things. So if a Russian tank is going to swerve and try to run over an old man in his car, 
we're going to have video of it. Whereas that didn't exist yeah. in 1943. Uh, so yeah, I think I think also the the this is a materially larger grab than he has done in the past. You know, if you're going to look at what Putin has done throughout his career, even reaching back to 1999, there was the Chechens in Grozny, uh, which was a, an un the the Russian public was fairly unsympathetic toward because of terror concerns at the time. Then you have Georgia, you have Crimea. Crimea is is a very complicated land uh, that was already kind of in a weird joint custody situation that Russians really like to vacation in. No. So him annexing Crimea is something that uh, uh, is is not what this is. This is toppling the government with military force yeah. in a country of 40 million people next door that are next door to NATO nations. Uh, this is a materially larger move for him uh, beyond what the actual uh, fallout is. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, since you've been gone, Justin yeah. Breyer announced his retirement. We don't have to talk about that much, but that happened. He did? Yeah, Justice Breyer, right? Didn't he say he's going to retire? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Justice Breyer and uh, uh, Kentaji Brown Jackson has been nominated in his stead to be the first black woman on the Supreme Court. First public defender as well, or do I have that wrong? I believe so. And first sister-in-law of Paul Ryan. Oh, geez. I didn't know that. That's a trip. Yeah. What's, what's Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. like around there? I wonder. That's interesting. All right. That's uh, cool. Yeah. No, he he congratulated her and, and uh, was, was supportive of her, said that they don't particularly uh, see eye to eye on politics, but he's thrilled that a member of his family was being nominated to the Supreme Court. There you go. Uh, there was... Uh, other stuff, a few things here. Massive eruption in uh, a volcano in Tonga happened. Betty White died while you were gone. Uh, Dude, right? Yeah. I mean, and right as she was, there was about to be a big Betty White celebration, huh? For for the 100th anniversary. Yeah, like a week. People magazine uh, cover. <laughs> like. <laughs> it was like a week before. Totally. That sucks. That sucks. I think days. I think it, days. Was it yeah. days? Okay. That sucks. Uh, Bob Dole. Bob Dole says he's out. Done. Goodbye, Bob wow, Dole. Wow, was that after? Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob Dole, uh, uh, a man, it was so great to go have an excuse to go back and watch old Viagra commercials. Uh, <laughs> and then also the fact that I, I think it, it is a lost moment in political history that during the Super Bowl, they had the big Britney Spears ad that ended with just Bob Dole sitting by himself in a room watching it where the joke is that he has a boner. <laughs> like the, the end of this commercial, which cost millions of dollars to create and place yeah. on the, uh, on the air during the commercial was about an old man's boner. And then they did another, uh, another ad that was specifically designed to feel like a Viagra ad but it was it was Bob Dole talking about like, well, you know, like I, I like to feel young and vital thanks to my blue friend. And it's <laughs> a fan of Pepsi instead. But another boner joke. You yeah, know, it's just we were we really had a great time. He for for a guy that uh, bombed so hard during Election Day, we sure did love talking about his penis. Yeah, we loved his penis. We miss his penis. Loved it. Yeah, we do. And we miss it. Uh, bless up. Yeah, uh, to Bob Dole's penis may may be looking down on all of us right now from heaven. Yep, everybody <laughs> may it be, and may it be looking up while it's there. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. don't I, I don't want yeah, it looking yeah, down. Yeah, dude, uh, rock rock solid, rock solid. <laughs> Even after death. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. Oh, they found hell of a piece, Bob yeah. Saint Peter. 
So I got a I got a question for you here. Um, yeah. Well, let me tell you this. So we got a I got a list of things. Uh, I got a list of the everyone's favorite things Jury has ever said on the show, and they happen wow. to be. Am I dying? Like is no, there, no, no, no. Like, this is all just a good welcome back to Jury kind of moment here. Good, That's good, all good. we got. So here's so here is your top nine Jury quotes. All right. Okay. This is uh, some great content. Now this list also might happen to coincide with the total number of jury quotes that I have, okay? So not only were you voted these as the best nine, they are the only nine that I have. These are, these are just the ones you have on your board. These are the ones I have on my board. They just happen okay. to also be voted by the thousands yeah, of people in, who voted. In a, in a totally uh, a separate vote amongst everything I've ever said in the years that I did the TMS, these were the top nine These votes. were the top nine, so here we go. And they're not all necessarily from TMS. A couple of these might be from something else, but... Here's number one, or here's number ten, or number nine, I should say. Wild number Bill Clinton scandalizing these youths with his penis. Ah, no, see the penis of Bill Clinton. That's good. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninth Wild on Bill list. Clinton. Yeah, number eight on that list. You son of a bitch. That's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. That was that a was that an unfriend me intro? I feel like that sounds like an unfriend me. Might intro. have been. There might have been a couple of these that are that. Yeah. Um, no, that was the angry voice. I don't think I've ever found another place to put that angry voice. But people <laughs> people did like the angry the angry internet voice. Yeah, your fake angry guy who wants to unfriend you is pretty legendary around here. That's so. a pretty good one. I got to find another place to put find it. a use for that. Yes! Um, whoops, I already played that. All right, here's number seven. Uh, I don't. It's just a weird noise. All right, so there's that. <laughs> number seven coming in hot that's at number seven. Not a monopia right there. Oh yeah, kind of. Hold on. <laughs> I should play it backwards. It'll probably say uh, "Love Satan," uh, whatever. Some kind of backwards masking. Here you are talking about penises again. They've removed the penis before you snort it. Don't know what that is. Don't remember. I feel like you just like it when I say penis on the show, and you like to clip <laughs> it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to wonder myself. If I'm I feel honest. like we're seeing a we're seeing a, a, a pattern here, but but uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I definitely right. see now, that. some of these some of these less so, like this one. You are you are you are you're 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 making a straw man. There you go, straw the straw man comment. That's good. <laughs> I love. Oh, geez, every once in a while, I feel like I've gotten over most of my childhood stutter, but boy, when it when it needs to to arise, boy, does it. I like. Well, I'm really glad that it was me that that brought that up for you. Uh, not knowing you had a childhood stutter. All right. No, Here, I think comedically it actually kind of works sometimes. Yeah, but, I, but, I agree. Uh, it's yeah. party. It's part of your timing. All right. Here's a one of my favorite things you ever say, and you say it sometimes. Here, here it is. And that's why the media's doing meat mop moop. Yeah, I like that meat mop moop. In fact, I think I use yeah, that sometimes. That, that's a, that's a crutch. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, meat mop moop or bleep blop blorp. That's that's another <laughs> that's another favorite of mine is bleep blop blorp. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's just a better version of yada yada yada. Really, it is. It's pretty good though. Um, all right, here's one you telling something about Tom not knowing words. I don't know where this came from, but here it is. Tom don't know the words. Tom don't know the words. Don't know. Voted as number. Uh, th uh, oh no no! I'll tell you exactly where that was from. Yeah. Uh. That was when I was covering the primary in 2020. I was in South Carolina covering the Tom Steyer event yeah. where Juvenile, oh, yeah. uh, the rapper, was performing. <laughs> and he was doing Back That Ass Up. And uh, uh, Tom Steyer, his wife, and his kids all came up on stage to dance along with him. And there was the dude next to me that uh, looked at his friend and said, Tom don't know the words. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which that's true. I, I don't believe that Tom Steyer did know the words to back that ass. I forgot asshole. about that video is amazing. Him dancing up there, incredible stuff. Uh oh, it just I mean, uh, uh uh there's there's a lot a lot to be said about about Tom Steyer and his wife's dancing. Yeah, a gift to humanity. All right, here's the uh this is my favorite. It may came in at number two, but this is my favorite. All right, here you go. We're going to crypto coin, goddammit. A little bit of Alex Jones there, I think. I think is what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like and that also one. good words to live by. Everybody loves the crypto coin. Oh, people love the crypto. NFTs, you, you even mentioned those and Oh, the room erupts in uh, joyful praise. No one, no Everybody one cannot get excited. Clapping and singing and saying like yeah, praise be to NFTs. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I think I figured. So this morning I got a notice on Twitter. Open the app. First thing I see is you've been locked out of your account. It's in the app, so it's not like an email or a fake thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read it, and it says uh, DMCA takedown was issued. They don't tell you what or what tweet or anything. They tell you nothing. At least YouTube tells you what video is in violation. Yeah. They don't tell tell me. Um, <clears throat> so the only thing I can think of is Nintendo lately has gotten super litigious with artists. And I did a picture of Kirby wearing pants. And I have a feeling Maybe. that, that might have been I, it. I, I, I will say that I think you get a link to the tweet if you're getting suspended. Yes. Like if you get put in Twitter jail, right? Then you they'll let you know that, or they'll give you the option to delete it, and you can get access to your account back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the DMCA ones. I mean, I don't know who knows. They're, what is the point of them though? Like, if they're not going to tell me what I need to remove or not do again, I, what what's the point of it? Like, I don't. Because even... it might have also just been a fart in the system where you know somebody uh, updated the wrong uh, data table, and next thing you know, you've got a DMCA thing with no link. Right? Could, could be. That's uh, possible, I suppose. Well, it annoyed me anyway. Twitter. Well, because normally, having gotten a false DMCA on Twitch once, the DMCA notices are supposed to tell you who DMCA'd you. Yeah. So even you can. They don't say what it's for usually on youtube they do because that's part of the process right but usually you should know who it is so if they if there was nothing there then you know maybe i, it was I wouldn't a, i wouldn't pay much mind to it but yeah, maybe it was it wouldn't let me in until i agreed to twitter's terms of service once more i had to do it in the app and then i could get in but all the renew other apps that, renew your faith to twitter yeah <laughs> my fealty I had to kneel yeah. bend the knee again to them do um, you solemnly swear to <laughs> shit post uh, uh with the utmost veracity take all arguments as if they're really seriously and to routinely uh, uh, uh routinely uh, miss that uh jokes are for real statements uh uh click here <laughs> click welcome here. back to twitter yeah welcome back to twitter your home yeah. You're home. F those guys. All right. Number one, the big number one, all time everyone loves this one. I think I know this one. Oh, you one. do? This, okay. Uh, I think I think there's there's not uh, there's not much that that would that would top uh one of one of the funniest stories. But play play the clip. Oh, we'll may not this it. may not be it because it's really short. Let me play it. it. Here it is. Oh yeah. That's everyone's favorite. Oh wow! Yeah. No, so no, no boodle deedle do. Nope, no boodle deedle do. I mean, we wow. have boodle deedle do, but I think the reason that people didn't vote or they didn't win was because that thing got played every Tuesday, and I think they just saw it as like oh, part of the tapestry. Out. 
It yeah. got played out. Yeah. Or it just became. No, no, that was, that's just, that's just, you know, that's, that's unfriend me. Uh, Scott, why did you, uh, why did you cancel unfriend <laughs> me in the instance on the same day? Yeah. That's did what you, all, that's I don't what know if you guys did. knew this. I went, I just bulldozed everything that day and just yeah. said, F it. And... it just, the instance took longer because they had sold ads for uh, <laughs> three more years. Oh man, I wish longer, but that was that was the call was made on the same day. Uh, I wish that was true. No, the yeah, that was uh, that's another weird thing that happened while while you were gone was uh, last week. I I ended the instance. You ended the instance. Yeah. Uh, uh, number one uh, in all in all seriousness, uh, 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 amazing run. I mean, just just an epic, amazing run. You are. Uh, I I said that you were a Hall of Fame podcaster. I then found out that there is an actual podcasting Hall of Fame that you are actually in. Yeah, so I'm in not it. Only, I was just I was just stating a fact. <laughs> or no, no, I said that the instance was a Hall of Fame podcast. Yeah, uh, you are a Hall of Fame podcaster. Uh, uh, Did and, you really say I, that not knowing that I was in the uh, podcasting hall of fame at the time that you said it? Did you not know that? I did not know that there was a podcast. <laughs> That's really fame. funny. I did not know that there was a podcasting hall of fame. No. That's well, because funny. I don't know. Uh, maybe it should be incumbent upon the hall of fame to, I don't know, keep that front of mind for people. Completely agree. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think some of that stuff is goofy and I'm like, never. Otherwise, like what the hell's, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to denigrate it too much because I just heard the other day that, um, that a friend of ours is going in and another friend of ours is, is inducting her. But, uh, yeah. so I don't want to denigrate it too much. Cause I, I, I do like everybody involved in that situation and, and it is an honor. Yeah. Uh, uh but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 in all seriousness, man, the instance is just, uh, a, 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 a staple. And I, I want to congratulate you on a, that achievement and B, uh, the fact that now you're going to have, more free time to do more stuff that other people are really, really, really going to like. Yeah. And and that's what I think sometimes when you cancel things like you unceremoniously did with unfriend me that I just begged you and screamed to, to not have you cancel, but you were just like, no, Justin, <laughs> absolutely. I'm very mean. I hate my audience. I'm yeah. canceling friend me. Yeah. Uh, that I- <laughs> what, what in reality that does is it opens up a lot of uh free space and time because podcasting is like there's not a lot of other arts yeah. where you like do a thing and people like it and then that means you do it for the rest of your life yeah it's weird like, it's weird regardless regardless of what you're doing and where you're at in life and and what's happened it's just no people like it and and now they will do it uh, and now you will do it forever and i think sometimes it is not sometimes it is very very healthy to just say look sometimes time comes yeah. time goes uh uh if you like the the mind behind it then you're going to really like what comes next yeah that's or what's even happening currently like there's a lot of really great stuff yeah. happening course popping off like crazy if you're looking for the spirit of the instance it kind of lives there now like there's a lot to there's a lot to listen to now and yeah you're right i get more time and despite my allergy to compliments which i truly have in life i hate them uh I appreciate you saying that, number one. And number two, uh, nobody should believe a word Justin says about unfriend me. I did not oh cancel Oh, my God. It was just, I was crying. I'm like, Scott, why would you do this? Like, not even to me, but the people. Uh, uh, and he just says, you know what? I'm canceling unfriend me. Screw you, hippie. Uh, uh, and I was like, wow, that's weird that you're doing my voice. That's... Uh, 
This all of this might have been me in the mirror. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, might have been, oh. this might have been me. It might not have been Scott. Oh, now no, I, I get it. Yeah. I canceled that friend. Me, send me all your hate mail. <laughs> send all your hate mail to Justin. Not, but that's not, not enough hate mail. On, you uh, made on them, the but you made them all happy because everybody all week's been going. Oh, Justin's going to be there Tuesday. Can you make him do an unfriend me voice? And you just did it. So nicely done. There Thank you go. for that. Yeah. Everybody. Oh yeah. Out. Yeah. Everybody wins. All right. Uh, well, well done. Now, uh, Justin, join us for a little bit of news. It's the news, and it's brought to you by Jules Scott. You guys know Jules Scott. She's amazing at Jules RPG. Her channel on Twitch is twitch.tv slash thejulesscott. Uh, she did that amazing episode of The Instance last year right after the mess with Blizzard and had amazing perspectives. I don't know if anyone heard that episode. It's an amazing episode. You guys should still go check it out. And by the way, all that stuff will stay in perpetuity on the internet i'm not taking the instance off the internet i'm just not making new ones anyway yeah she streams three times a week three different sets three to four hours per set she does house music on tuesdays at 8 p.m dark and emotional uh, melodic and progressive techno on thursdays at 8 p.m and chill melodic progressive and deep house on sundays she's really good that's at 11 a.m eastern on sundays she's trying to achieve partner by the end of 2022 so every viewer helps boost the average viewer number uh they want to get past 75 if they can or if she can Turn the stream on while you're gaming, cooking, chilling, cleaning, exercising. It makes great background soundtrack. Follow her today at twitch.tv slash thejulesscott. That's J-U-L-E-S. And then just like my name, S-C-O-T-T. And she's awesome. If you guys know Jules at all, you already know this. But if you don't know it, you need to get in there and make that happen. All right. Uh, Justin, some news for you here. Let's let's break down. I mean, I know you're involved in the you know political upheaval every day. But yeah. today we're going to talk about... <clears throat> the uh, the need to raise awareness of the diagnosed syndrome known as uncomfortable hair syndrome. Have you heard of this? this no, f- <laughs> but I have. I, now that I have more hair, I, I I am very uncomfortable with it. So maybe I could be diagnosed with this. Maybe you have it and you just never knew you it. You think I could get on the plane early? Maybe. If I have this? Maybe. This, I would like this a lot. I would like to have some kind of... Uh, inoffensive low-grade disability that just gives me like very basic privileges sure. over my friends sure you could probably at walmart you can drive one of those little scooter things you want to do that i'd like to have yeah. a little scooter yeah. i i would like to uh really not even one of their scooters i want to drive one of like the bird or lime scooters <laughs> that's, right. that's really what i want i'm not sure this 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 disability will get you there but um be able to drive a little go-kart through uh, just a gas-powered go-kart through Walmart. It might work. Uh, a Georgia mom is on a mission to spread joy and raise awareness after her one-year-old son was diagnosed with uncomfortable hair syndrome, an actual thing. It's a hair disorder she had never heard of until last year. The boy's mother, Caitlin Samples, told Good Morning America that a stranger messaged her last summer on Instagram after seeing a photo of her youngest son, Lockton Samples. Lachlan Samples. It's an odd name. I love it. Oh, it's fine. Its name is Lachlan Samples. Yeah. I thought that was like a medical uh, <laughs> statement. Yeah, like, like uh, 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 Johnson, get me the Lachlan Samples. Bring the samples Good in. God, as he holds it up to the X-ray thing. Yep. Yeah, it's ah, it's Jason Bourne. Anyway, says um, asked if you have been diagnosed with uncomfortable hair syndrome. At first, you see syndrome and you're like, oh my gosh, like something's wrong with my baby. Is he in pain or something? Samples were called again. Her name is Samples. Uh, she added, I just went into a tailspin and did a Google deep dive, called his pediatrician, and the pediatrician was like, hang on, let us look at this. They hadn't heard of it either, so they sent us to a specialist, a pediatric dermatologist in Emory, uh, uh, at Emroy in Atlanta, and they were able to get the diagnosis. Now, I'm, I'm going to recommend people click this link 
uh, or Justin, you may want to look at it. Look at this kid's hair. Like, it's kind of badass, but apparently this is a real thing. And, uh, <laughs> and is, and is, uh, you know, worthy of its own diagnosis. I'm not laughing at the kid. I promise. It's just a lot of hair in a, in a very uncomfortable, confusing way. And I, I don't know how. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. No, he looks like Yahoo serious. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Maybe yeah, maybe Yahoo Serious had that. I don't know. Never yeah, he's got like 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 teased out, um, like in fact his hair kind of looks like one of those big Russian hats. Yeah, yeah. Like like it has that similar kind of like shape to it. Almost like a trans semi translucent Russian hat. It is semi translucent as well. Yeah. I mean, it looks badass. So wait, all right. Uh, this is one of my favorite things to do in the world, which is right. diagnose why is this a story. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Go to me, it. this is a story for two reasons. It's specifically a television story because the hair looks awesome. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, so is the kid in pain? No. According to this, there's no pain involved. Uh, the Even pro- better. The problem better. can be you end up what people end up doing when they're younger, according to what I read, is they shave it and they just keep shaving it. Like they're just like I'm not really bald, but if I let it grow, you'd all think there was something wrong with me. So I'm just gonna shave my head my whole life. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. I think it looks great. But, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think the other reason why this is a story is because it has one of the worst names for a disease ever. Right? <laughs> like normally, like it's named after somebody. It'd be like the 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 dingle dop a flugel farf syndrome or whatever, yeah. and. Uh, that would just be, and then it's like, oh, like otherwise known as a uh, 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 crazy hair disease or whatever. That's what we called it in the 1800s when we thought it was a black humors that caused it. Uh, but but you know you you'd have like a fancy name for it, but it's called uncomfortable hair syndrome. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, immediately it's a very evocative name. You're thinking like. Oh, is it like when my scalp is itchy? Is it like when I, I the hair isn't isn't falling in the right place? No, it just makes him kind of look like he got electrified. It's like uh, I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for here, but like there's there was Aspergers. I guess we don't do that anymore. But yeah, name it after somebody. It can't be Yahoo Serious because then you just call it the Serious Disease. That's not good. There's lots of serious diseases, right? Scott, you yeah. you've raised three children, I and have. so I am I am woefully uh, uh, inexperienced to answer this, but. If you had a baby and that baby had that hair, yeah. would you wait until somebody on Instagram said, <laughs> hey, there's something wrong with that kid's hair before you poked into it? Well, he's all of, let's see, how old is he? He's only one year old when he got the diagnosis. I would have probably not known either or have been not. You just would have thought it's like, oh, well, this baby's got crazy hair. Yeah, my daughter had crazy hair when she was born. I wouldn't call it this, but it was crazy enough to, we always remarked that, you know, Carter had crazy hair and why is her hair so weird and her sister didn't have weird hair like that. And then by the time she was, I don't know, three or four, it became ruly and normal. Uh, yeah. But had this thing like persisted or been, you know, or, or was something that somebody had to bring up to me. I mean, I don't know. I probably would have done like she did. I would have gone, what? Really? Is that a thing? And I would have looked it up. And then I would have gone to a pediatrician and said, "Is this? Is I there anything like to this?" You would have done content about it. Before. Oh hell yeah! Hell you would yeah. have just been like, "Look at the crazy hair on this baby." Yeah, look at baby crazy hair. And then it would have been an actual disease, and you would have been like, "Oh, uh, oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally would have done that. I would have made content, and then I would have had a little bit of guilt, and then I would have made the content and called it awareness after that. So there, you yeah. Go. 
Yeah. Hashtag awareness. Has, yeah. Please hashtag change uncomfortable your, hair Change awareness. your bios yeah. uh, and uh, uh, update your profile pictures with the appropriate frame. Yep. And I'll, if anyone says anything about the old stuff, I just say, oh, I have regrets. Exactly. But uh, and now. Also, please go to OpenSea and buy an NFT of my crazy baby's hair. <laughs> oh, I hate how true that is that you just said that. 5,000 limited uh, Ethereum proof of stake i've told tom this and others this on different shows and stuff i don't think i've I've told you uh i had two separate people i say people could have been i don't know could have been fake could have been bots i don't know it doesn't matter but they came to me trying to sell me my own artwork as freshly minted nfts and if i didn't get them then somebody else would sort of deal and i kept thinking okay well i get that now potentially they probably weren't but i get that they're on the blockchain in theory, and that you've done all this, and now there are these unique things on the blockchain. But I, I'm i like, bitch, I've got a PSD about 30 layers thick where I created this thing in the first place in 2012. Like, well, really, that's a dumb thing for them because alerting you to it gives you the power to totally devalue it. Right. It does. You're right. And that's why I don't, that's why I don't think it was real. Go out there and say, hey, these are worthless. I did not consent to them. The, so you are cutting off the largest audience that would buy it, which is fans of yours. Uh, and, and you can just say, hey, this these will always be cursed things. I'm not doing NFTs. If I ever do them, then you will know from me that <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it, not from anybody. Else. Yeah, I'll be the guy to let you know, you dummies. Uh, but basically, so you just tank the value on all of these uh, JPEGs. Yeah. Pretty weird how that worked out. All right, one final story before we take our song break today. Uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. I hope I'm saying it right. Vladimir. I think it's it's, it's Vladimir. Is yeah. it Vladimir? It's V O L O D. Volodymyr. Look, man, you want to go to Kiev and argue about it? No, I, I barely want to go you to Kiev. He, he won Dancing with the Stars over there. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Is that true? He, oh, he, dude, there's a great clip of just the montage of all of his dances, which you know, I don't know if he won. They said on the internet he won, but, like, who knows? He's on Twitter. <laughs> but he had to be in there for a while because there was, like, a ton of dances. That man, and he's got moves. I had no idea. Well, this is even weirder. Uh, he was the voice of Paddington Bear in the Ukrainian version of Paddington 1 and 2 in that country. Uh, you want to know what? I feel like we're in reruns because I feel like... I didn't know the Dancing with the Stars thing, but I everything else I learned at some point during the impeachment because that does sound very, very familiar. Oh, maybe, maybe because yeah, he was at the center he of that. Was in the news a lot yeah. with the impeachment, and and uh, uh, I watched the first half of the pilot of the show that launched him into political success. Yeah, uh, servant of the people. Is that uh, like a- I've got notes. I've got notes. Oh, so I know he's busy right now. <laughs> but when you when you've wrapped that up, and assuming you're survived, that you survived, and you're not in a Siberian detention center uh, getting your balls electrocuted, yeah, um, I've got some notes. So just, I, I'm not saying I need to be the front of the list, Zelensky. I'm saying you know, appropriately in, in the back, and then we'll just talk about some ways that you could tighten up that show that you made uh, 15 years ago. Who is this dog and pony show? He'll say to his people exactly yeah yeah come on over here Let, let's make a podcast together. oh my gosh can you imagine if you landed that deal you'd be well, that'd be the I, end I, of I, justin I, for I, us King, King podcast everybody would throw roses at me. oh my gosh you'd make uh, suddenly joe rogan would be just put put down they just put him down they would yeah. they would they he would he would uh he would heal he would heal, <laughs> he would to, heal. to my power <laughs> oh man all right 
by the way, can I just say something real quick about Spotify podcasts? Those a holes yep. over there don't refresh artwork. So if you do a new version of your Apple or of your um, uh, of your album art, which is yep. just part of the RSS feed, which they're all pulling from to get new episodes anyway, they also pull from that URL to say here's the art for it. And so everyone displays their square version of your album art on every service everywhere, including yep. them when you first sign up. But if you change the damn artwork. Spotify caches that line and never changes it. So if you you could have 10 renditions of your art and over the last five years, and the one from five years ago is all you're going to see on Spotify. It annoys me like crazy. Wait, hate really? It. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure. I've been fighting this right now, and it sucks. They won't. I can't get anyone to fix it. And they're still showing art for FilmSack, no, for our, example. Our, our new art is live. Is it new for... Did they, they, done, yeah. they used to have done the old by, one by Garrett, uh, by the way. Um, oh, right. Garrett. Yeah, he told me he the original and, and the new one. But yeah, no, they, they, it's new on there. Well, so. then what the heck, man? Why? What the what the frick? All right. uh, I mean, look, there's a lot of reasons to be frustrated with Spotify in terms of their their podcasting stuff. Uh, but, you know, right now they, they took the mantle from Apple. They're, they're the number one podcasting uh, clearinghouse. So, oh, are they now? Is it because is it because of that uh, the the Joe Rogan like exclusivity shows stuff type stuff? Do you think? Do you think that's I think, what did I mean, it? You know, uh, uh, and also Apple has like went three decades not giving a crap about this thing that they totally owned and they did not care about. They yeah. like a, a, a month ago they were like, oh, oh, yeah, we're gonna do paid things and you can subscribe on Apple, and yeah. it's like, well, that's stupid. Late, why don't you do? <laughs> better things to your product <laughs> and then maybe people will want to buy things and apple was like ah you were poor let's go make another iphone and uh, they all went over and made an iphone that i also purchased but uh yeah the, the, they apple has not cared about podcasting and spotify really does care about it and is spending a lot of money on it uh, it's just a shame that they've decided to jam the experience into an app that is optimized to do another thing yeah i don't love the experience over there i'll have to admit not a huge fan, but we're old, man. We like are we're, old. we're 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 like the the wildlings beyond the wall. Like we we are very set in our ways. We like our podcatchers very specific with our specific things. Yeah, the kids. I saw you asking know. yesterday what was the overall poll winner. I think Pocket Cast looked like it was winning. Did it for you when you asked on Twitter? Uh, you know, I haven't gone back and I, I, I mostly just do that so I can I can just scroll through and just be like, yeah, I don't know. Let me let me sample it. It's just me like walking through the streets. Like I just kind of feel like Belle at Beauty and the Beast. People are just shouting from their windows, like Pocket Cast, Downcast, Overcast, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And then there's my brother, the comedic one, my little brother, just discordant at the end of the block just like 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 an old drunk tumbles from from behind a, a dumpster and just goes soundcloud <laughs> that's great i like the soundcloud guy i like your brother yeah. i think that's yeah, funny. my little brother is the only person who primarily listens to podcasts on soundcloud that's amazing uh yeah your soundcloud is great for hosting that stuff but who would i don't know if i could use it to listen to him that'd be weird oh i i have no no idea i don't uh, either uh, I have no idea that he is uh and he has a podcast too it's not like anyway my yeah. brother's weird but yeah. uh it's all right we yeah, all have I, I think it was, it was primarily like our audience has an overrepresentation of uh pocket cast and uh, uh downcast and, and overcast i think those those are the three most popular yeah. non 
big things. And then other than that, a lot of people on YouTube, people love podcasts on YouTube. They just put it on the background and. Yeah. Which is weird because, um, one of the reason I got banned from YouTube is because I was putting film sacks up there and, um, boy, talk about your DMCA freak out. I was using just like fair use single short clips of like Arnold Schwarzenegger making a single line from the movie we were covering or whatever. And they shut down my freaking account for that. So uh, that show never goes on there anymore, but all the rest of them are just copies of what we're doing right now. Like I'm recording this so I can put it up there after. And I'm always surprised how many people want to just throw it up there and let it play. I don't know why. Just not my thing. Because like we put up on modern rogue, uh, uh, the the premiere of World's Greatest Con and the teaser, both of which have a clip of Britney Spears performing "Baby One More Time" live. Yeah, uh, and, and and not no, a flag, no ding, not nary nary a ding. I don't know. I feel like once you hit about a million subs, they quit giving you shit. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Really? I have cons- Yo, you think you think you think you're persecuted? I think that I'm at my, my lowly since I really don't focus much on YouTube, my lowly 16,000 followers or whatever it is over there. Uh I don't think yeah. it, I think they are happy to target me, but anywhere where there's like real ad business happening, I think they're like, "Eh, well, maybe a little softer glove over here in this but category." I don't know. I think cuz all, all that's automated these days. Like yeah, it's for a lot know, of robots, so like, you're if, right. If it, if it recognizes Also, we've gotten dinged for step before in season one, we make we make a comparison to a Nazi official being incompetent and call him the George Costanza of the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then play the Seinfeld theme. Yeah, the like, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, that got flagged by YouTube, and so we had to change it to a royalty free version of the Seinfeld. Theme. Oh, that's hilarious! Those are the worst, the royalty-free versions, because it's like instead of bam, 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 it's like bam, 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 like it's all, it's like the same. Well, instrument, but, but also, it it doesn't, it actually worked for the Seinfeld thing because that dude did it live, right? Like he scored <laughs> Seinfeld live, so like there are certain hits that we remember, but in every episode he was doing wacky stuff so it's like you know the fact that this one was a wackier thing it's like people got it it's like george costanza i think like you kind of got you you got this it worked okay as long as it worked that's that's all we need all right we're gonna take a quick break when we come back to this here show we're gonna spend a little bit of time with bill duran i was gonna talk about uh making stuff today we don't know what but it'll be great i'm sure of it and then we'll have a science segment with bobby so stick around this is what we replaced justin with we have two segments on a tuesday now there we go yeah that's so a guy's yeah. so big, it took two people to fill his hole. Whoa, wait a minute. That was the wrong way to say that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I regret nothing. Let's go ahead and play you a song. This week I get to choose all the stuff because Brian's out of town and I am deciding to go a little Utah connection here. Utah connection! Uh, there's a band here in Utah called The Aces and it's made up of, I believe, four total lovely young women who make great music, and I really like them. I feel like they represent our uh, our state really well in terms of like the cool indie scene of music that's here that no one ever knows about. And um, I don't know, I'd describe them as sort of indie pop. They make a song called 801, which is all about growing up in Salt Lake City, which I totally jive to because, again, I'm, I like my hometown and I think there's a lot of stuff in that song that is like bitingly uh, cool. Anyway, it's the Aces. It's their song, 801. Uh, you can get on their whole album called, hold on, I was going to give them an album 
pimp here. Here we go. Under My Influence is the name of the song or the album. So I definitely would recommend checking out the entire album. It's very good. Uh, so here are the aces. We'll be right back. Growing up in the 801, there's only one club, so we blow it up. Leave your church shoes and your Sunday clothes, but bring your guilt and we gon' let it go. Trap is a unique new product that fits any size dog without any hassles, and your pets will love it too. It's easy to install on your dog and makes your walking experience fun. Walking your dog just got easier with a poo trap. No poops, no whoops. Eat recycled food for a happier, healthier life. 
name is the morning stream, and she dances on the sand. And we're back, everybody. Once again, that was the Aces with 801 from their album, Under My Influence. Do check it out if you have a moment. They stream everywhere. You can get your music. YouTube as well. Uh, I wish I could play those songs live because that song's really good. And I'd like to hear it. Is it? Uh, yeah, is I love it. it. I love it. I, I, it's and your best impression of it, right? Just the, just the chorus. Um, gross. Oh, I'm not going to sing it because I'm terrible yeah, well, at no, it. No, but just maybe like, like not like sings, just like the, like the melody. Like you can just like. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll do this. Even though people at home already heard it, I'm pausing YouTube because they're the ones that get me in trouble. And I'm going to play hey, just... No, 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 no. You should do it with your mouth. That's the fun part. That's the worst part. Is I'm never no, doing that. that's exactly. That's why it's great. Like, I had a thing on the Jerry podcast for a while where I was uh, the undisputed king of mouth. Yeah. Uh, I did mouth <laughs> guitar like nobody's business. Yeah. You just give me a song, and I would do the the, uh, the the guitar solo with my mouth, and then people wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, I could rap it. I could say, because she has such a cute little, like, great voice. I can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe just, maybe just the the guitar. Uh, growing. Let's see. Growing up in the eight oh one. Uh, let's see. Go blowing up the club because there's only one or something like that. I can't remember the <laughs> lyric. It's really you, you got to hear this song because it's great. It like rips on my state and throws love at my state at the same time. It's amazing. It's amazing. So you like you like it because it's well written. I like it's it. Because it's also song. super. Uh, Catchy, catchy? And, yeah it's so got it a goes g- like how how did it go how, gosh dang it you're still trying to get me to do it all right i'm gonna do this i'm serious here listen just a taste just a taste okay no i don't really want to hear it i want just, you to no. in the 801 there's only one, one club, club so, so we blow it up all right there you go that's it there's only one club so we blow it up and they're wrong there are more than one club but that's it's funny because they say there's only one. Oh, and they say Salt Lake City club defender uh, uh <laughs> Scott Johnson uh, watch out man don't slander the the population of clubs for old bottle service Johnson over here he he is he is a, a fixture at all of the clubs and there are multiple in Salt Lake City yeah. he's just he is king of the VIP we're lousy with clubs now uh, all right, punish props incoming. We're gonna get we're gonna get our old pal uh, Bill in. I don't even know if he knew you were gonna be here today, so this would be a nice treat for Bill, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. So we'll find out shortly. But I gotta play this first. Where's this thing? Here it is. Your bat caves open there, Bill. Bill Duran joins us from PunishProps.com from the Pacific Northwest and uh, his home studio where he makes all kinds of cool stuff, which we'll talk about today. Justin uh, and I are very excited to see you, Bill. How are you? Yeah, Bill. I'm, very, I'm excited to be back. On Tuesdays with Justin. Yeah, I do. I'm excited. I miss my buddy Justin. Yeah, yeah. You guys, it's, you been, guys. it's been forever since I've seen Bill. I feel like we were settling into a to a routine there, Bill, where we would see each other multiple times a year, and then all yeah. of a sudden, the the cold grasp of the vid ripped our friend. Uh, did, but I promise, uh, Austin is high on my list of places to visit. Uh, just after Hawaii, I'm going to Hawaii next month, and that's oh, much nice. important. <laughs> that, that, that's that's a very good place to go. Yeah, yeah. It sh- should always be a, a priority for you. We are. Uh, I'm looking at a very unusual thing for me to do. I don't like cruises. I find them claustrophobic and annoying. Um, yeah. But I think I'm going to go on one, and we're thinking about doing the um, uh, the Alaska Princess Cruise business because it just seems cool. Ain't, ain't that like twelve days? 
Yeah, well, uh, no, this one's only, they have a 12-day one. This They got a, like a six-day. Still pretty chunky for me, but. Um, That's a lot of time. Yeah. Wait, so I have a million questions, but we're just eating into a Bill's segment. <laughs> I'll refrain from I'm, I, I'm, Now I'm curious what your questions would be. I'm kind of, I mean, you know, it's a, it's, it's a cruise. It should be good. Meet Number him. one. Like, I'm just shocked that you're going to a physical location that's not Anaheim or Las Vegas. Oh, that I really see. I see. Yeah, I the biggest have. shock is that there is a non-Anaheim or Las Vegas destination for Scott Johnson. <laughs> because as far as I knew, I didn't know that you existed outside of those three locations. Yeah, neither. Salt, Salt Lake. Yeah, we got the, the little trifecta. Uh, well, when Kim, look, our 30, this sounds crazy to say, our 30-year anniversary is this year, this, this fall. And that's a huge number. And so it just didn't feel right to walk up to Kim and go, you know, for our 30th, I was thinking Vegas. How do you feel about Vegas? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to we're going to do something cool. We haven't locked it in yet, but we got we got ideas. Anyway, forget about me. Let's remember. Let's talk about Bill. Bill is here. He's got stuff to make or he's making things and uh, always got something cool to tell us about. Bill, what are yeah, you doing what are this you week? Making, my man. Yeah. Yesterday, I put together a CNC machine, a CNC router. I just got my hands on uh, a Shea Poco from, uh, who are the folks that make that? Shea Poco. Carbide 3D. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Shea Poco. Gotcha. Wait, can you tell the people at home who aren't familiar what the two C's stand for in a CNC machine? Yeah, because I'm a uh, big fan of their music factory. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's a computer numerical control is what it stands for. But it's like a, you know, a 3D printer, but it's got a... a Prim router in it, so it can cut material instead of printing it. So my my brother in law uh, Steve has a one of these that does wood. This is the same kind yeah. of thing, I guess. Except oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I plan on using mine to cut up metal parts to make props. So that's that's my goal. Sure. Uh, they're really cool. And the thing I wanted to talk about was that you can buy a lot of pre made machines, and sometimes you can buy them unassembled. Sometimes you have to buy them unassembled. Uh, and putting together a machine like that's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, it uh, drops the cost of the machine and it makes it easier to ship if they can ship it in parts instead of this big bulky thing. Sure. Uh, and frequently, like, so Prusa makes really nice 3D printers. You can buy uh, the Mark 3S Plus, i3 Mark 3S Plus, that's the newest one. <laughs> wow. For a thousand bucks. Uh, assembled, or you for seven fifty, you can buy the buy it as a kit. So you save two hundred and fifty bucks if you put it together yourself, which is it's a, it's a quarter, the twenty five percent off. That's pretty great. Is there? Oh, uh, wow, Prusa is a dude. I, yeah. I just realized that there's a guy named Joseph Prusa who makes all these printers and is famous for it. And I had no idea it was a guy. I thought it was like some big. Well, it's probably a big company now, but. Wait, 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 what did you think? It was like a deity? <laughs> I didn't know what I thought. It was like, you it's know, you hear it on the mountaintop for you. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's who like, else do you think is making these things? It's like hearing the name Dewalt or I don't know, like a big, big, big name. I guess they all are people's names, but I didn't know this guy yeah. was like making you think it was market research. Like, like, <laughs> oh, we need a great name for power tools. Uh, <laughs> D-screw, D D-hammer. No, no. Shut up, Walt. Dewalt. You get a raise. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Jeffrey Ultimaker. Yeah, I hear he's really good. Oh, he's a great guy, Jeff Ultimaker. He goes by <laughs> Jeff to his friends, by the way. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, so that's cool. So uh, you had to assemble this yourself. You just get the parts and make it, or what? Yeah, I've actually put together one of those Prusa machines. They're really well built, and the instructions are really great. 
Um, I find the process of putting together um, a CNC machine like that pretty enjoyable. Uh, I think other people, maybe it's not, maybe they're not that into that, but it's like a really cool Tinker Toy kit or an Erector set. Uh, you know, those relevant toys that kids are talking about these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like that, but at the, in the end, you get a really cool machine when you're all done. I love your uh, attitude about that because that stuff just gives me, just thinking about assembling one of these makes me go, oh, I'm going to have someone else do this. I don't want to do right? it. And I used to be like the opposite. Like in my 20s, if I was going to get a computer, I'm building that computer. I'm going to yeah. get yeah, the parts. I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to be in there for hours. I'm going to F up 50 times and it won't matter because I'll get there eventually and I'll fix it. And then I'll break it again and then fix it again. Like, that was my attitude. And now I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Time. I don't have time to -hmm. do this anymore. So I admire this about you. I wish I felt that way about making something. I I do still (laughs) buy, like, some of my 3D printers came pre-assembled. But the the shape out guy, I didn't have a choice. So. (laughs) All right. Well, then you've just got a good attitude about things you don't have a choice I chose to enjoy it. Yeah. That's great. I, it wasn't that hard. Most of the assembly is as simple as lining up parts and then screwing them together. Uh, and it came with all the tools necessary. Uh, and it had video instructions. Uh, nice. Some kids will do this. So you just follow along uh, the video. Um, Carbide 3D make the, made their own video. Uh, other um, companies that make machines like this, they'll either have really good instructions with images and words to follow, or fans have made their own assembly videos. Mm. Uh, some of the cheaper 3D printers, I will say, the instructions are a little dicey, <laughs> a little weird. Yeah. Uh, I put together a really cheap one a few years ago, and there's a lot of guessing, but um, I guess you kind of get what you pay for there. Yeah. Did the so? Yeah, you- I, I, would, I would, I would say with, with stuff like that, man, I, I can't imagine a world of assembling. Uh, anything uh, without YouTube. Yeah, yeah oh. totally. It is, it is just a total game changer. No, I mean, right. like, everything. Like, uh, if you want to... <laughs> I had to, I have a game from 1996 I'm trying to review for my retro show, and uh, as I was getting ready to do it, I could not beat this boss in this old-ass game. Just couldn't do it. And yeah. I thought, well, I'll never beat that. And then my brain went, no, you dummy. Someone's done it, and it's on YouTube. And sure enough, I go in there, and in four seconds, I see the trick, and I go fix it, and I beat the boss. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. We live in a time of embarrassment of riches. We just don't know it. Like for I all know. The, for back, all the- back, back in the day, you'd have to go find an old dog-eared copy of Nintendo Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you were lucky, they talked about the game you cared about. And then, you know, you still had a, a manual this thick for the stupid game that came packed in it. Like just a different era, but man, I as much as we sometimes bemoan the, the shit that goes on in today's modern world, I think this stuff's pretty great. Maybe we're just all big babies complaining and Might not be. the real men like Bill Duran building his own CNC machine. That's right. Hard straight. Build Duran. <laughs> Wait, I have a question about this though. Uh yeah. computer on the on the computer end, anything will do? You just have certain software or whatever to to do the CNC part, you know, the computer aided part. Sure. For the CNC stuff, I use Fusion 360. Um, I'll do all my 3D modeling in that. And you can also do all your CAM uh, work paths for that right in Fusion, which is great. And then uh, Carbide has their own software for sending all that stuff to the machine. Nice. I haven't done that part yet. <laughs> Not with this machine. Yeah. So I'm talking about it now as if it'll be a piece of cake. <laughs> but we'll see. Mm. <laughs> all right. But yeah, the Fusion 360 is really good for that. Okay, so you're so it's you know, we're not talking about some crazy specialty stuff you're gonna have to subscribe to or anything. Like if you're already using Fusion, you've got it. 
Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, free for hobbyists. Right, right. Yeah. And you still count as one of those, right? You don't have to, you know, pretend you're a... It uh, depends on how I'm using it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, when, 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 starts... when, when, when when's the man going to come after you for <laughs> yeah. being too good? That's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm already you're already too late because you're too good, but I, has anyone noticed, like, the man has noticed... How's no, that? I have I have friends at Autodesk. Okay, I'm I'm set. This is how it, this is how it used to be for me when I was using Photoshop for different things. I could use a lot of free stuff because I could get away with it. But the minute you start publishing something or kickstarting mm-hmm. something, it's like, no, nah, wait a minute, you might be in the. Wait, uh, hold pro on. Category. How does that How does that work? Does like uh, Adobe send you an email saying like, hey, we're trying to look up your license, famous artist, and we can't find it? Well, what they do now, I mean, they used to kind of do that. Um, if they could, I don't know how they enforced it. I never got bugged, but. These days, your only choice really is to either use something ancient that's completely out of copy or use the CC service, which is now a subscription. So, well, that's easy. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, because they, they, they made it, they realized, like, okay, just make the thing yeah. so people can pirate it. You're one of the most like, pirated well, things in the history of the world. Just get the subscription. Yeah, you're the most pirated software probably in the history of software. So you, your solution, actually, I think it's a good one for them. I think it's still too much for what they charge, for what they give you. And there's lots, I have lots of complaints, but that's the way to do it. If you don't want to get people pirating anymore. But anyway, yeah, that's not important. What's important is all the cool shit Bill's going to make out of this machine. That's right. What are you going to make? Like a, like a a sword or something? Yeah. What are you doing there? (laughs) A gun? Uh, The first thing is some uh, Ghostbusters afterlife uh, ecto goggle parts. I think okay. that'll be the first thing I cut out of aluminum. That's All right. Do you like anyway. that movie? I, I didn't watch it. Yes, it's very good. I watched it again recently, and it's just as good. Just as good the second there time. There's a very creepy Harold Ramis scene. Oh, really? Uh, I wouldn't call it creepy. I, I enjoyed the Harold Ramis yeah. scenes. Did he? Okay. Did they ghost him or something? Make, make him a ghost? I'm not going to spoil it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't seen it. I need to see it. It's on something now. Can I just I heard watch it? it? Yeah, it's just, just a, a, a boy sometimes... The de-aging stuff is great. Like all the John Goodman stuff this season in Royal Gemstones was a Wretched Gemstones was amazing. It looked like old John Goodman flawless. Hmm. And then sometimes Luke Skywalker's jittery <laughs> face. Yeah. Right with its cold dead eyes. You'd like, think you you would think that would be the best one because they've got all the tools at their dispo- uh, disposal. They've got ILM. They've got all that history. They should be able to make a better de-aging for well it was was so embarrassing that they hijacked a full episode of the mandalorian to show that they got better at it over the summer oh yeah that's right and didn't some some fan did like a deep fake treatment that was better and And no he went he went to ilm oh that's right he works there now they they hired him because he basically just used stuff that's like off the rack like you it's free it's available on the internet and they were like like oh it turns out don't use all this old tech that you have anyway yeah uh, but yeah so afterlife good uh and and you're making props from it bill that's right (laughs) and i have a great i have a great recommendation uh related to that movie oh let's do it so my friend ben Eady, i'm dropping a video in the old chat there he's got a youtube channel uh and he worked on the movie he was in charge of a handful of the props including the rtv which is the remote trap vehicle uh-huh. yes they put a ghost trap on an rc truck which makes me so happy yeah that's awesome uh, during yeah. during production uh ben was in charge of driving it and he was also responsible for accidentally destroying it oh my gosh uh, they got 
they got the shots they wanted, but now he had this destroyed prop from the movie, so he did a little video series on his YouTube channel where he rebuilds the whole thing. Oh, that's great. That's very cool. Uh, Right? Yeah. How, how, um, well, I don't want to know, I guess. I want to know how they destroyed it, but I guess he gets into that. I'll watch it later. I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. But uh, my guess is he ran it under the car or some shit like that. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah, probably what happened. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for the reminder to watch that movie. I don't know why I haven't yet. Well, I do know why. I don't want to go to theaters because my theaters suck now. Uh, I want to. Uh, I'll get it now that it's on some streaming thing, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, as always, the pleasure is ours, and I'm really glad that it was a Tuesday, so you could hang out with uh, guest host Justin Robert Young today. Oh, Darn straight. Yeah, it was it's nice. It's like a dream, Bill, hearing your melodic voice again. I mean, I guess I could call you and we could actually just be friends offline. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's so sweet it's, when it happens online. Yeah. Right. Um, it I'm, doesn't count unless hundreds of people are listening. It sure. doesn't count unless it's content. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad we could facilitate this re-group, this re-coupling, uh, this coitus of, of words, really, that yeah, you're right. having. Uh, One Bill of t- the two men brought in to fill my hole. That's right. <laughs> Bill, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. All right. He's out of here. All right. Now, the other guy that fills your hole. Uh, it's a lot funnier when you're on the show and you hang up on guests. Oh, it's I, great. I a lot. It's a lot funnier when you are when you're watching how, how, how abrupt the guests are shoved off the show. Yeah. For the for, and for, I don't know if anyone I've ever said this or not or made this clear. I do this to everyone in all my life. So if I call my mom and I'm on the phone yeah. with her and we get toward the end and I sense the end coming, it's we're I'm done. Like I'm yeah. out. So it was never you know some people take it personally. It's just the way I you, am. You know who apparently also was, was a big uh, uh, thing with that is Harry Reid, the uh, now recently deceased uh, senator from Nevada. Oh, really? Uh, he apparently was famous for hanging up on people, including the president of the United States. That's fantastic. Apple. See, I feel that. I know. I feel like I, yeah. Harry Reid and I would have gotten along, maybe, maybe barely, maybe on that one point. We would. I don't know. Actually, I don't have anything bad or good to say about Mormon. Harry Reid. He was Mormon. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Well, then that you know the deal. Then I have to like him if he was a Mormon guy. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what 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 the handbook says for for, for, for the Mormon. I don't know what, what what the Wikipedia says on on. Uh, on it says nothing like that. Also, but I really didn't know that. That's interesting. You know, I do like to make a big deal out of. I think he might have converted too. Oh, all right. Well, there's lots of those. So yeah, possible. Uh, hey, look who it is. Oh, we got to play this. Hold on, we got a little intro for him. Science. They, they don't they won't can my account for playing that uh it's bobby frankenberger our science correspondent comes on tuesdays talks about cool science stuff going on in the world bobby welcome back how are you i'm doing great how are you how are you justin what's up bobby yeah it's nice to nice to talk have to you, you voice to voice with justin since uh he battered you and others on antp did that you do know i'm a producer on that show now right? <laughs> yeah oh right because you have to you have to do stuff now where yeah of course you have to no, I'm not I, thinking. I, I also have talked to you since then <laughs> in, in that show. We're talking now. Can you believe it? This yeah, is insane. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The magic of the internet. Uh, well, it's great to have you here. I have no idea. Well, I guess you kind of did hint as to what we're going to talk about today, but I'll let you introduce it. What are we doing? Well, I thought it was uh, it was time to, um, to talk about COVID again. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, uh, you know, there's uh, the CDC just changed some. They updated their framework and changed their guidelines on on masking stuff. And so I figured, whenever that kind of thing happens, and a lot of 
people might start hearing like state and local governments changing their guidelines, their local mask mandates. And I know that, for example, my, our school district here for my kids, they sent out a big email saying nobody has to wear masks anymore. And so um, people are wondering why the sudden change and, and you know, is it a good idea? Is, is there anything science to back it up? And so th- that seems like the, the right time to, to bring up. Yeah, I'd be curious again. about it. We were talking yeah, earlier. Just, just to give you uh, uh, some some undertone there politically, uh, there was a meeting of governors in South Florida over the last week, and what was underlined there is something that we have heard reported and, and outright stated by a lot of governors, and specifically blue state governors, that they were desperate for the federal government to give them some kind of guidance on relaxing uh relaxing covid measures masking is probably the 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 most controversial uh mm-hmm. of them but uh, uh that is something that now is is happening uh happens to be happening the same day as the uh state of the union but i i would presume that it, during biden's speech tonight we will probably hear some kind of reframing that allows that these governors to make moves so they don't feel like they are running ahead of federal guidance in the way that some of the red state governors have kind of made a meal out of and uh, and made their identity. Yeah. Right. Right. And so a lot of people are wondering, you know, what what's this? Is there even science behind it or is this just political? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and there is a there is some science behind it. In fact, a lot of people who've been following this and listening to the experts have really probably seen this coming for at least a couple of weeks now. I mean, the CDC just a, a week or two ago was talking about wanting to make a move like this i'm not really sure why they talked about it that way like do 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 they maybe you know more than i do justin are they are they in the practice of often just talking about "Eh, we're just uh thinking about making some changes because that's kind of how it sounded oh the cdc is is not a good organization for this stuff like uh, they're not built for it they don't do it well and by this stuff i mean in the moment guidance the cdc is an amazing detective uh, historian agency that Mm -hmm. can go back and analyze things and then tell us a full story after things have passed what we've seen uh uh, both with the cdc and the fda to a certain extent is that the 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 process of government that they are not built for this even if you're going to be the most kind as you possibly can to them so uh tie that up with the fact that there is gigantic political pressures yep. on them from various different places and you get kind of what we've gotten basically it makes a lot more yep. sense when you think of it like that yeah so the politics are inseparable with decisions that are made like this but there is if in case people are worried there is a reason to believe that it might be um time to start thinking reassessing how we do mask mandates or not how we do them but but when we relax or 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 not um, so f- first thing to note is that the CDC isn't making any recommendations that you shouldn't be wearing masks or that you shouldn't get vaccinated or anything like that. Basically, this change is is not so much about what they think you should be doing, but more like they're changing the methods by which they determine 
what the risk level is because because whether you should be wearing a mask or not is you're probably familiar with this is is determined by the risk level on a county level you can go to the cdc website and look at that map and it's got you know you're either red yellow or green and and if it's red you should be wearing a mask and if it's yellow or green then you know there's less of a reason to and and they've changed the way that they calculate what your risk level is on a county level. Before, it was mostly about case numbers, uh, which makes sense. They were just looking at how many how many cases of COVID are going around in our area. And so if it's high, then you should, it's a high risk area. If it's not, then it's a low risk area. But they're now focusing less on case numbers and more on COVID severity and hospitalization or hospital capacity, right? So the focus is more about how severe are these and can hospitals handle the severe cases in your area? And if, they can, and if the hospitals are fine, it's a lower risk area. And if the case numbers are, you know, it's just less about the case numbers is the point. I mean, they still play a factor though, right? They still, you know, you can't do, but one of the reasons, so, so yeah, there's, when you look at how they're making these determinations, there's sort of like a filter that it goes through. And if, and if the case numbers are high enough, like I think, you know, it's always about seven day average. What are the what are the daily case rates over the past seven days on average? Mm-hmm. And if it's over 200, then it can't. For example, if it's over 200 in your county, the average, then you cannot be considered low risk. Um, but uh, but if it's if it's under 200, then they then they you know consider basically after they consider that step, then they look at hospitalization or hospital capacity and 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 severity of the cases that they are seeing. The reason they can't look at um, case numbers, by the way, is because we don't have reliable data, official data on that anymore because of how how everybody's got home tests. Um, so with everybody taking tests in their home, the government can't track that as well. Um, b- before, I think also, co- uh, uh, Omicron changed the math on it. Yes. Where, uh, Omicron was so contagious, but markedly less deadly that if you were only going on case counts, then Omicron was by far the worst wave that we have ever seen. And that was like you mentioned with there being a gigantic glut of at home tests, which means Mm -hmm. that we were likely undercounting the, the cases possibly by like a factor of two or three. Yeah. We're almost Uh, certainly undercounting them. Yeah. And if you went to the, just a couple of weeks ago before they made these changes, if you went to the CDC website and looked at that map, the whole country was red. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And yet it was the least deadly of the waves. Right. Like by, by the number of people affected and even by the raw numbers, it it came in under the amount of dead through the Delta wave, which less people Mm -hmm. got, but more people died from. So uh, that that's part of it. And I think also politically, uh, to go back to some of those pressures, yeah. there is, and, and also scientifically, there is a question of, are we in a zero COVID goal or are we in an endemic COVID goal? And if right. we are in a zero COVID goal, then if there is COVID around, everybody should not leave their house. If exactly. we are in a endemic COVID goal and we understand that even if we were to eradicate it, from America tomorrow that somebody would come in from some other place and they would bring it and we would start the process all over again. Then the question is, when is it best to heighten restrictions as opposed to keeping them on 
indefinitely. Right. And no serious, and, and we're at the stage where epidemiologists are all agree that this is, you know, we're leaving the pandemic phase and we're going into an endemic phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so t- that's exactly the right way to look at it. Once, if the whole country's red on that map and people aren't, like you said, the severity is really low, then that's a, not a useful map. You have to come up with a new way to to think about it and to assess risk because it's just not useful to just say the whole country stay inside, even though it's yeah. not, you know, it's, it's not as bad as it's been in the past. Right. Um, that's, so that's the hard have- part to me is like all of this, like figuring it out and going, Oh, uh, we can't base it on this data alone, or we have to have a more nuanced right. approach to hospitalization versus case number, blah, blah, blah. Like all that stuff makes sense to me as we, as they refine their ability to understand it, report it, whatever mm-hmm. the the hard part is, remains how do you now connect to the public on this and not just look like you don't know what you're doing even though i don't perceive this as them not knowing what they're doing they may not be great at it but you know they're plenty of scientists and 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 smart people and statisticians and people understand this shit that are working on this but your ability to let my neighbor who already doesn't trust you why it's just up and down with mask requirements He's not going to, he's just not going to buy it. Like that's to me, the biggest wall is still there, which is communication and how to like, not just gain trust. I mean, I think they're doing the best that they can with that. Honestly, what can you do now? Like you can't talk about anything anymore without eight different takes all fighting against each other. You know, like it's, I don't feel like there is a way to win that contest well i mean i, I think I, look they are they're doing the best they can but they are not immune from being a political organization well, for sure right yeah. you know there is there is uh, certain voices that are going to say certain things and and uh ultimately everybody serves at the pleasure of the president whether they be on the team that you root for or the other one so yeah. uh the reality of mandates from a governmental perspective is different from that of the cdc the cdc can say from our you know seat in DC this is what it should be right that then goes to enforcement on the local level and i think there is a real question for as much as we want to believe that everybody's a you know a sim in sim city and we can just say <sighs> mask mandate and then everybody puts on their mask mask mandate off and then everybody takes it off is that you only have as much these mitigation measures are only as good as they are applied by the people voluntarily. Yeah. And if we are moving into an endemic phase where locally the, the, the point is, Hey, when we're in a wave, let's use these mitigation factors. When we're not, we're going to give you guys quote unquote, you know, the, uh, the, the ability not to do it. Uh, I think that that builds up the reser- the, the reservoir for people to say, okay, let's take the mitigation factors in the same way that, you know, we, we, uh, uh, people of, of most stripes, you know, we're, we're okay with two weeks to stop the spread, even though it was an unprecedented, uh, uh, kind of change to our lives. Uh, right. uh the, the, the reservoir was full now. Oh boy. We are in, we are in very <laughs> dicey territory for some people. Yeah. 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 But I think that ultimately, you know, we have to part of part of the equation has to be whether like you said justin whether people are going to take these mandates seriously when we do need them and so they're thinking about that 
And yeah, I mean, I guess the question is when will they be more willing to obey them if they never go away? Yeah. Or if when things are low and when risk is lower, you are not putting them in. And so now they feel, you know, uh, uh, they, they feel special or they feel there's a reason there's a justification. You can show the numbers to say, all right, guys, here's where we're at. Please, you know, take care of your neighbor and, and do this as opposed to like, well, there's a mask mandate forever. And, and that's the other, the other element of it is that, if they become unpopular, the politicians aren't going to want to do it because. Yeah, they, that's the other thing. You know. Yeah, they'll just not say anything or won't do it. whatever their advantageous angle is to take. They'll take it. And so I can't I mean, we can't. Also, count look, on. If, unless you're arresting people for not wearing masks, then like they, they, these are these are statements, right? right. These are affirmational mm-hmm. statements. They are they are a thing that a teacher writes on the blackboard. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not. It's not like you're not getting arrested for not wearing a mask. You're right. not getting a fine for not wearing a mask. Right, right. You right. you may get kicked out of a out of a yeah, I don't know a Chipotle, but that's Chipotle, not not your government. Uh, so yeah, like even even if there's not a mask mandate, the Chipotle can say please wear a mask and then yep, hand right. you a mask if you ain't got. Yeah, one. they can say they can do whatever they want. They can say I don't like your shirt, get out. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you want to go fight that in the courts? Go ahead, I guess. But. Well, yeah, that'll I, be the last time that I wear my F Chipotle t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered about that. Uh, so interesting. So, um, but good news from all this, my take is, and I could be wrong. So, so you know, Bobby, tell me if I'm up in the night here, but it just seems like maybe we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, even if there's some endemic aspects to things. We're not hearing well, about massive well, new new variants or crazy new outbreaks or anything. I mean, maybe we're heading down a good space finally i I don't know can i take that from this yeah i think certainly we are and and things are getting better all the experts keep saying like i keep hearing people say that we're we're looking to have a spring break this year um not that we stopped having spring breaks but um (laughs) you know what i mean Um, things are getting better everybody's every what over 200 million people in the U.S. have gotten the main course of vaccine. Over 100 million have been boosted, and then the rest got COVID because they didn't. Um, <laughs> so there's uh, immunity, uh, quote unquote, um, is is you know we have a high level of the population that are that are now resistant in some way to the virus, and and um, that's a good thing. We're moving out of the pandemic phase and and it's likely it's it's likely that this is the last major surge that we'll see of of this for uh, hopefully for quite a while this is not the only endemic virus that no no it's not like yeah it's it's it going endemic is not like like it's not like hopeless that's not what that means that means we're 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 out of the pandemic phase we're now able to deal with this you know yeah no it's progress it's like we've been able to do with a whole lot of things some things get eradicated but you know in a lot of cases stuff stays forever and you get flu shots for yeah. a reason and you know i i'm fine with that phase if we if we're yeah. truly there it's just when they start going ah the bastard uh, variants coming and it goes through your butthole and now we're all dead like <laughs> You know, I just don't want any more news like that. I just want like yeah. this to chill out. Like the happiest I've been all year was when I heard the news that, and maybe we talked about it with you, Bobby. I don't remember, but that whole conversation around some new variant they were calling 
Deltacron because they found oh. that the Delta variant and the Omicron variant had merged somehow into a new super virus. And yeah. turns out it was just screwed up charts or something. It yeah. never existed. I was, that's a great, it was a great day. I think I went and got a milkshake or something to celebrate. I was stoked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, this, that Wait, was you bullshit. Were, you were stoked that it, it, it was not the truth. That it was that. not the truth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That, no. that, that, that there was not yet another terrible wave. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that also. As soon as there's a wave, there's a the the news story is primed for like, yep. and guess what? There's another one. Yeah. Like yeah. DJ Khaled, another one. Another one. <laughs> yeah, I have him do it every time. He's yeah, he's he's perfectly uh DJ for the CDC. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I know Rochelle Walensky is, is good, but yeah. Khaled? Khaled, great. Right, great. They don't want me to be CDC director, <laughs> so we gotta be CDC director. <laughs> Another one. That's a pretty good DJ Khaled. I'm impressed with I your love uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah, you do a Major good impression. Key. Major key policy <laughs> points. Major key. Major key. Uh, very good. Well, so all right. There's there's yeah. a map on the CDC website. You can yeah. go there and and uh, if your county is red, you probably need to be wearing a mask. This is the 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 high level what it means if it's red wear a mask if it's yellow or green um you can probably just not wear a mask unless you're on very close quarters like public transportation or something like that yellow means that if you're a high risk individual or if you're close to someone who's high risk then you need to you need to still be careful yeah um but just do like me have a a mask in your pocket and just have it ready and just have it it's fine you know i do yeah, do that. And if you walk into a, a place where they need a mask, then you got one and it's fine and it's not that inconvenient. You're fine. You could be Ukrainian right now. Just be fine with your mask. <laughs> Look at if me. Yellow, let it mellow. Yeah, if it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. Well, right. that's not a brown one, Scott. That's not, <laughs> not be spreading misinform- medical misinformation on the. Yeah. Well, they did you're, start. You're getting into real Rogan territory yeah, here. Yeah, so. I don't want to go there. I get. They did canceled. start testing wastewater for COVID, so maybe there will be a brown one. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about that was a whole subject last time you were on yeah. or a couple times ago. Well, Bobby, it's always a pleasure, as my dad would say, on the frequent. And uh, we're always glad to have you here. Tell people where they can find All Around Science and why they should this week. You can find All Around Science. I don't have to tell you where to find it. You're listening to a podcast. You know how to find podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's called All Around Science. Uh, we just talked about, actually, uh, this episode that came out yesterday, we talked about uh, more about what we talked about on this show last week, which is the whole idea of how words and language can um, literally, cognitively imp- change the way you are able to think about things um, and some and, uh, about colors, uh, your ability to see certain colors and stuff like that. We talked about that, um, and it was a great conversation. We talked about social justice and all sorts of stuff. Oh, very it, nice. So. Yeah, it's a great show, you guys. You should check it out. Bobby doing great work over there, all around science, wherever yeah. you get podcasts. Uh, Bobby, I good hope- to talk to you, Justin. Yeah, yeah, brother. Good yeah. to see you, man. Always good yeah. to see you. We'll see you soon. On uh, you know, you'll be in a bit of the background, but uh, you know, the new ANTP season coming up in like a week. Looking yeah, we forward to it. Is yeah. that like next week? Yeah, I think a so. week from yesterday. Yeah, damn, I'm gonna be on the road. Well, <laughs> perfect, funny. perfect. 
No, that's some of your best work, Justin. You're out in the start. middle of a thing. Yeah, you're not buying any. You're not buying any houses, are you? <laughs> yeah, I will not be buying a house and moving out of a house and moving cross country, which was why I was very mean last season. That was insane. I can't believe you pulled that off and didn't just say, "Hey, I need a buy and let somebody step in." Didn't miss an episode. Everybody yeah. else, all the other judges, missed an episode. Yeah. Not your old boy, Jerbs. That's true. That's I'm a, just, that just taking every opportunity to take my frustrations out on poor <laughs> contestants of the, the show. Contestants like, may have hated you, but the production staff loved you for yeah, it. That's right. You made Early harsh criticism. It's all content. Uh, we'll see you later, Bobby. All right, there goes Bobby. Oh, I got rid of Justin. Shit, I didn't mean to do that. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wrong guy. Kicked out the wrong guy. That was that was a goof. <laughs> Hold on. Recall. There you and are. Hello. You on the trigger finger, huh? Yep, yep. I got... You know what it was? For serious. It's your name on there. And my muscle memory is when ah. you hang up, when you hang up, you hang up on Justin's name because that's... Hang up on the gerbs. Yeah, that's what... Because he's there. See how they, see how they treat me? Yeah. <laughs> And yet, see how they treat me. Yeah, I know. Look, you all gotta... I can do is think as DJ Colin. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me to be on the show, so I gotta be on gotta the whole be on show. The show. They and hung the up on one. me another time. They hung up another one. <laughs> uh, another guest. It's good stuff. Uh, by the way, so before we go today, why don't you tell us again? Speaking of uh, all the things you're busy with, uh, dog yes. and pony show uh, productions, of course. Uh, world's greatest con all this stuff coming up fresh and hot and new and slapping so tell everybody where to get it and what's going on first and foremost if you guys aren't, aren't aware dog and pony show productions is my production company uh we've done a couple really really cool things uh including raise the dead which i know a lot of you guys are are aware of which is my podcast and then brian brushwood and i work on this podcast called the world's greatest con uh it is uh, on its face a thrilling retelling of some of the most audacious and mind-bending scams and cons in history. But in reality, it is an examination of why we fall for these kinds of things. Mm. What in our uh, brain uh, uh, is, is triggered by these scams and cons because invariably all of them are running along a lot of the same playbooks. They they are there to exploit things that are inside of our brain. It's the reason why the tagline of the show is that cons don't fool us because we're stupid. They fool us because we're human. In this season, we take a look at the glitzy world of television game shows. Our first episode is already out following the scandals that almost killed the entire industry, uh, those uh, around the fixing of the show 21 but uh, uh, I'm very proud of this season. I would love it if you guys would give it a chance. Uh, the first season was all about World War II. If that ain't your if that ain't your scene, then these are five separate episodes, not one long story. Five separate stories, all covering a different thing, all complete stories. I think you guys are gonna really dig it. Head on over there, uh, uh, World's Greatest Con, wherever you find your podcast but specifically apple because i'm trying to pass cocaine and rhinestones on the uh, on the charts that'd so be amazing together. passing your favorite show that you listen to which is great right doesn't yeah. that feel the best yeah that's pretty awesome i could see why that would be a goal and we can get them we can get them there that's what that's what we do best everybody so pile in there and uh, yeah. even if you don't use Apple stuff, find some way to get in there and do it. It all, it all counts. Subscribe wherever wherever you you, you can get. Uh, uh, thank you to everybody who already has, by the way. This premiere launched bigger than any 
in in a 24 hour window than anything in the first season uh that shows growth that's great because now we have advertisers yeah so we, yeah <laughs> we need to keep the man happy yeah keep the man happy oh, also, also uh ad free episodes patreon.com slash greatest con oh very uh, that's a good point all right ad- uh, very very nice uh quick reminder folks at home if you like this show and what's going on here even uh, on a week where we don't have Brian, support us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS. If you haven't yet, uh, get in there. You get bonus content every day, including today. If you're listening to this going, oh, wait, there's extra stuff with Jury. Yeah, we talked at the top of the show. We'll have a little more at the bottom. And that comes to you every day on the feed if you're a patron at any level. You could be in for a buck a month. And since we're such suckers here, we're, we got conned, really, by our stupidity when we set yeah. this thing up way back in 2014. So come take advantage of us. And uh, and get in there. We'd love you. Patreon.com slash TMS. Thanks to everybody who already is. For everything else, it's frogpants.com slash TMS. And uh, send us your emails. Love your feedback. The morning stream at gmail.com. All right, man. I think that's going to do it. I'm going to leave us with another song. And yeah, I'm going to just double dip today. It's uh, the Aces again. <laughs> Utah's <Go>. on the Aces. <laughs> I love these guys. I can't help it. They have another song on that uh, album under my influence called I Can Break Your Heart Too. It's a little sappy, but it does it for me. And there's something about, uh, I don't know, it's got a good groove. I think you guys will like it. So check that out. Again, that's I Can Break Your Heart Too. Under my influence is the album. It's the Aces. Uh, Justin, thanks for being here, man. Oh, man. It was a pleasure being back home here on TMS. Thank you to everybody. Uh, uh, And I I will be back. uh, I'll be back. Sometime, uh, if, if you if you really, if you hope, f- fingers crossed hard enough, yeah. maybe the old gerbs will be back again. And now I just disappear in a very <laughs> crappy 70s crossfade well, like by an angel. You never know. Uh, maybe we, we may see him in Vegas, we hope. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I hear a little boy. Oh, Hi. no, yeah, you will. Yeah, you'll see me in Vegas. Hold on. I'm we got be- a quick, we got a brief uh, appearance by a two-year-old or three-year-old. Come here, buddy. You want to say hi to everybody? Say hi. Hi. Say hi. Can you say hi, Justin? Hi, Justin. Okay, here you go. What's go, up? Go up back with Nana. Hold on. I think oh, it's, it's pretty red. We have the thing. same haircut. I know, right? He has your hair. That's pretty intense. Yeah, we have we have the same. This is this. Is, he's got a good look. He's a fashionable kid. He's a he's very he's high fashion, low maintenance. Even his diapers are easy. Anyway, uh, that's gonna do it. Thanks everybody for being here. We'll see you next time.
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Methinks you care little for your sister when I think on the time you have taken to return here. Yeah. Mmm.